0: Welcome to JNR Basketball. I'm John, joined by Ronnie, and we're looking at the NBA Finals Game 2 just ended. Golden State Warriors dominate to a 107-88 victory, tied the series up at 1-1. Ronnie, I know you didn't get to lot, a ton of this game, but was this a shock to you? Did you, did you think Boston was going to win both games in, in San Francisco, or I, I, was this kind of what you expected?
1: I, I did think Boston was going to win still, but... Um it just kind of shows you what a great coaching job the Warriors did, you know. You could see all the adjustments they made and you know, they ended up taking this game. So yeah, it's it's it, it is a surprise to me and it's a surprise to me how how many points the Warriors won by, too.
0: Yeah, I don't think the final score is really indicative of the total game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they really blew it open in the third quarter and and there was a lot of garbage time in that, but it didn't start off that way. So let's let's go rewind back to the start of the game. Uh Andre Iguodala after playing – Andre Iguodala after playing in game one out this game, his knee issue is, is still going on. So he did not see any action today and I, I don't know if he will the rest of the series. You didn't get a lot from him in game one, but yeah. that veteran voice is, is always good to have on the court, uh, yeah, especially when, when you're starting – yeah. Uh, Gary Payton – the second made his return to action after breaking his elbow in that Memphis series. So it was good to see him back on the court. I'm glad he has an opportunity to experience some finals basketball. and uh, Doesn't have to watch from the sideline the whole way. So yeah. that was good to see him back on the court. Uh, th- that was it from the injury front. You know, Robert Williams is still struggling a little bit with some injuries, and he's been limited on minutes pretty much this entire playoffs. Uh, we saw it again tonight. But other than that, it was a pretty clean injury report, so that was that was good to see. Yeah, and even, the games.
1: I'm sorry. Um, even though uh Peyton, you know, broke his wrist or what, or his elbow. You know, it's it is amazing his that, elbow, yeah, yeah, that he came back so soon. You know, after that. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, that's he. He was available to play last time, but he didn't play last game, and then they threw him in Correct. this game, which was interesting. You know, so.
0: Yeah, and he, he played meaningful minutes. Now at some point this game got out of hand, but Gary Payton was playing, I think, in the second quarters when he came in, possibly the first quarter. So it wasn't it wasn't garbage time minutes for him. It was actual, you know, valuable playoff minutes. Yeah. He looked a little rusty. I think he he missed he went 0 for two from I don't have the stats in front of me, but his first two three throws, I think he missed both of them, and you could tell he was kinda like, Man, I gotta yeah. remember how to play basketball again.
1: Yep, it, it, he was 0 for two on free throws, but three for three from the field goal range and uh he played twenty five minutes. Oh, okay.
0: Nice. Uh, so the game started off first quarter, really, really close game, 30 to 31, Boston trailing by one, Golden State up by one, and they just, it was kind of a slugfest. Uh, Boston actually took a pretty nice lead. They took a 19 to 13 lead up by six, uh, and actually 22-13 ended up being the biggest lead there in the first quarter. And then Golden State just went on a 10 run, and they ended up taking the lead in the quarter Uh 30 to 31 at the end of that first quarter. And the Celtics got into foul trouble. And, you know, I've already seen it on Twitter. All of the conspiracy theorists (laughs) saying, you know, the NBA doesn't want this to happen. That's why they're calling all these Tic-Tac fouls. But Jalen Brown, uh Jason Tatum, and Greg Grant Greg. Grant Williams all had two fouls in the first quarter. So that's that's not good. You know, they had to change the way they play. They're a very a very physical team on defense. And now you're asking those guys to not be physical because you don't want to get three fouls before halftime. Uh, That definitely changes the outcome of the game. It sure does. Uh, Jalen Brown came out on fire. He, he had, when it was 13 to five, he had nine of those 13 points. He hit two threes. He got an and one to get another three point play. He was just, you know, he was doing heat checks after that, but he really came out. He, he was, Key in that game one victory, especially in the second half where he really turned it on. So yeah. it was good to see him continue on that trend after I had kind of a forgettable performance in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I'm glad to see him come out and score.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh what happened to the other guys though? Like Horford, he only had two points, Williams had two points, Smart had two points. What what's going on with them?
0: Yeah, it was it was interesting. Al Horford didn't take a shot, I don't think, until like halfway through the second quarter. Yeah. He just – he was – they were doing a lot of passes. They were getting it out to the shooters and uh, turnovers were huge in this game. The first quarter, Boston had seven turnovers. By the time you get to the second half, uh, they had 11 uh, – at the end of the first half, they had 11 turnovers and Golden State scored 18 points off of those. That's just in the first half. Yeah. Now, it was still pretty close to the first half. It ended up going to halftime 50-52. to 52. Um, They almost – Almost them being Boston almost had the lead, um, but you know, they give up that last shot. And, and again, we see some runs from Golden State. Boston will start to put up put together some some points here, and, and Golden State comes back on a run and, and closes it. So they end up winning both quarters by one point. Boston trails by two going into the second half, and it was really just more of the same. Uh, the second quarter i i put a note on here cuz i thought it was interesting a minute and a half went by before somebody finally scored i i don't <laughs> let me see if i can pull it up yeah 21 to 20 was the second quarter points it seemed a very low offensive lots of turnovers mm-hmm. and just a lot of missed shots so uh it was it was interesting to to kind of see the offensive explosion in quarter 1 and then it simmered down quite a bit in quarter 2
1: and then quarter 3 happened <laughs>
0: Yeah, before we get to that, there was an interesting play. Uh, Jalen Brown and Draymond Green got tangled up, oh, and yeah? he, Draymond Green, is so good at just messing with other players and getting in their head. He ended up with his feet on top of Jalen's head, and then you know Jalen pushes it to the side, and they exchange a little bit of shoves. I didn't. I thought they were going to get teed up. Draymond got. I got a technical foul earlier. So it was like, oh man, is he going to get ejected in this second quarter? They ended up not calling a technical foul at all. But Good. on the game cast, something that they did, and I, I, I totally agree with, is that players like Draymond and players like Jalen Brown, who sometimes mouth off to to the refs, they get a lot of leeway. Oh, but yeah. then, like Derek White were to say something, he'd get teed up right away. We saw it in the Mavericks series as well with, you know, Finney Smith getting teed up for Literally doing nothing. Yeah. Where where Luca complains, you know, the entire series. It it is interesting how they give let those guys play. This I'm glad they didn't, you know, give those guys technicals. They certainly could have in this case, but it just is interesting how they officiate a little bit differently towards towards the big mouth players versus the the typically quiet guys. Oh,
1: for sure. And Jamon, I mean, he always gets technical. So that's a surprise to me to hear that he actually didn't get a technical. You know, because he he always gets them no matter what.
0: You remember the game in the Western Conference Finals where Draymond got a technical early and then like he literally could say whatever he wanted and they didn't want mm-hmm. to give him a second one to kick him out of the game. Right. I almost felt like that kind of happened here. Oh, he later great. gets to do it, into it with, with Marcus Smart. He later got into it with Grant Williams. He was just doing whatever he wanted and, and they didn't they didn't team him up a second time. So I, I imagine they don't want to do that. But at some point, you got to do it. You can't just let him run court and and say whatever he wants.
1: Wait, so he did get a technical? Because I thought you said he didn't earlier. He,
0: yeah. So he got a technical earlier oh, and then it was like while they were, they were, they were reviewing the the tie up between <clears throat> Brown and Green I see. and the officials the officials uh the commentator said the, in the in the regular season, both these guys get technicals. How are they gonna do it in the playoffs got where it. Draymond already has one? Yeah. So they did nothing instead, and mm-hmm. uh, Draymond continued being Draymond, and it was really effective against the Celtics. They they look flustered and frustrated with him. Very interesting. That only plays to his advantage.
1: Yeah, it's like the refs are scared to kick a player out because they know it's going to change the way that the game goes. But so, what would you have called if you were a ref in this game?
0: I would have called a technical there on yeah. both those guys. Yeah, interesting. It, it was a foul, and they both go to the floor, and then you know, Draymond put his feet on top of him. And then Jalen pushed his feet off, and then Draymond shoved him. I mean, it was it was more than than what was necessary by either of those guys. Uh, I understand it's playoff basketball, but you shouldn't change the way that you call a game mm-hmm. because it's the playoffs. Right. I don't think, uh, especially with a player with a reputation like like Draymond has, you you gotta you gotta keep him in line. And yeah. if if he does boneheaded stuff and costs his team a game, well, that's on him. That shouldn't be on that should be. You know, he should be penalized – or no, I'm sorry. He should be penalized uh, for, for doing bonehead stuff like that.
1: Right. Yeah, I agree. But uh, so if you were the – if you were in charge of the NBA, would you want him to be kicked out at, at halftime? Do you think he still deserved it or would you want him to be in if you're – you know, if you're the owner of the NBA? Uh,
0: the owner of the NBA? Mr. Yeah. NBA himself? Yeah, yeah, I would want him – I would want him to play, certainly. You want your superstars on the court, but you can't have them just – turning it into street ball. Yeah. And Draymond often does that and he gets under people's skin. And I thought for a bit, they were going to try to poke back at him because, you know, you poke the bear right. so many times he's going to respond and, and try to get him kicked out. Uh, they didn't do that. They took the high road and mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I don't think it necessarily costs them the game, but it, it, they, they ruined it for themselves with turnovers. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, you alluded to the the infamous third quarter. So, yeah, do you have the stats for for what that looked like?
1: Yeah, crazy. So, I, I let me get it right here. So, Boston scored fourteen in the third quarter, and Golden State came back with thirty five. So, this was their highest scoring quarter, and Boston's lowest scoring scoring quarter. Yeah, they just—you could tell after halftime, Golden State obviously made some sort of adjustment adjustment on Boston, and <laughs> they they crushed them.
0: Yeah, they they started off the third quarter with a thirteen to two run. Golden State did. Pushed the lead up to 10 at that point. Uh, and then they, to end the quarter, they went on a 19-2 to two run. Mm-hmm. And just absolutely, at that point, the game, I don't want to say it was over, but it was looking pretty bleak. Uh, Jordan Poole hit a three from like half court as time yeah, was expiring down the that quarter. That cool. Just as like salt on the wound. It's like, yeah. hey, you guys, you guys are down by 20. Ah, just kidding, 23. <laughs> yep. So they, they go <laughs> to the fourth quarter trailing by 23 points. 87 to 64 and that was that was pretty much it. The the starters for Boston started the fourth quarter but they pushed the lead up to 64 to 93. Golden State continued it coming out. And yeah. then the starters the starters were done at that point. Yeah. They did, they played maybe 3 minutes in the fourth quarter if I was that. Gonna, I mean to it was over pretty that. quick.
1: I didn't I was looking at what, you know, who was in the game in the fourth quarter and I didn't see Curry at all. So they they didn't he didn't play at all in the fourth quarter.
0: No, so Curry normally gets his rest to start the fourth quarter, yeah. and there was just no need to bring him in. and And Boston waved the white flag much earlier than uh, Golden State did, but you know, Clay Thompson was still in, and, and Clay Thompson really struggled in this game. I don't have his numbers in front of me. I don't know if you do, yeah, but know. he he just was short on a lot of shots. He was missing layups, so it made sense that he was still in the game to try to get. You know whatever funk he was going through to try to get it out yeah i don't think they did i think he had like 11 points but there were some You're three right. throws and some gimmies he was not good not not a good shooting night for clay
1: yeah 11 points he was four of 19 field goals and uh three pointers yeah. he was one of eight
0: it, it, he looked he looked off you know it, it's they're such a dangerous team because even if he's off Jordan Poole was dialed in. Seth Curry was dialed in. It's it's hard to to get them all down, but yeah, he he looked off, so he was playing some extra minutes. And then there was a hard foul, and he went to the floor. and, and, and Steve Kerr's like, "Okay,
1: let's uh, let's go ahead and have
0: him sit down now. We're, yeah. we're we're good.
1: No reason to play Curry anymore. You don't want to get Curry injured. And he still had twenty nine points, just playing three quarters. So <laughs> that's pretty yeah. fantastic yeah. too. So I the think biggest. Tatev team had
0: twenty eight, yeah, in, in his three quarters as well.
1: So yeah, the biggest thing that stood out when I was looking at all the stats is the steals. So Golden State had 15, and then Boston had 5. So, And then I saw some of the highlights there, too. It was obvious that Golden State was—they were getting in the way of Boston. They were getting the passing lanes. They were getting the ball. They they were making Boston look very uncomfortable, it seemed like. Boston did good with the blocks. They had 7 blocks compared to Golden State's 2. So, see, blocks kind of changed the game big time, you know? Like, when you— when you smack the ball down in someone's face, it just kind of gives you that energy and it it gets you motivated to you know make some shots. But no, there's just too many steals by Golden State, and they they played excellent defense. It looks like,
0: yeah, it was very sloppy for Boston uh, on that front, and, and Golden State took advantage of that. At the end of the third quarter, Golden State had scored twenty six points off of turnovers to Boston's eight. And, you no, know, that wasn't the difference at that point. They led by more than that, but you're it, not going to win yeah. a lot of games when you have double-digit differences there.
1: Yeah, the biggest lead by Golden State was 29 points at one time.
0: Yeah, that was when they pulled the starters. It was uh, 64-93. Boston took a timeout, which I thought was no, – no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Boston took a timeout and they just said, okay, we're done. <laughs> yeah, And and that was it for those guys. And uh, some of the starters – like Draymond was still in after that timeout. Uh, Kevon Looney made a, an appearance as well in the fourth quarter. So mm-hmm. they still played some of their guys. To, the yeah. bench players kind of went on a little run. It was never serious enough to, to put the starters back in. But yeah. it was just absolute domination. And it was all that third quarter, right? They were down mm-hmm. by two at halftime. And then all of a sudden you're you're pulling your starters, so it was Crazy. it was an interesting interesting adjustment. Now at the same time we saw them go on a run in the third quarter in game one, and we saw Boston just flip the script on them and, and absolutely run away with the fourth quarter. Right. So I think Steve Kerr was a little cautious, and maybe that's why some of the starters stayed in a little bit longer. Sure. Uh, other than you know Clay, I think he needed to get a shot right, but I, I think he was very aware of that and and ready to put those guys back in if they needed to be. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't need to.
1: And I was, so Tatum totally changed his game. So remember the first game, I think he, did he have, was it 13 points the first game? I forget how many he had. It wasn't very many points in the first game. He had 13 assists, I I think. But this game he had I think 20... he had
0: 12 points, 13 assists, okay. if I remember correctly. Yeah,
1: he didn't have that many points. I just remember seeing that, that low number. This game he switched it up where he had 28 points, but only three assists. So he they really kind of flip-flopped that, you know, probably maybe because Golden State Stole it so many times, you know. They he did have four turnovers, so very interesting on that part. Um, and then uh, I went yeah. over Marcus Smart and Hor- Harford and Williams. They only had two points each. Jalen Brown had seventeen points, just a uh, six rebounds, three assist. Uh, White didn't have that great of a game too. Twelve points, four rebounds, two assist. So yeah, just as a as a team, Boston just didn't show up at all.
0: Yeah, and you know I expected Golden State to respond in a big way. You you hate to lose a game on your home court, especially in the NBA Finals. So this it's it's can Boston recover historically this playoff series, they have not lost two games in a row, so I fully expect them to recover. Right. They're gonna be happy and excited to be back in in Boston. Winning that game one is huge for them because yeah. now if they can continue to not lose two games in a row, they're gonna be the NBA champion. Yeah. So it's point. up to Golden State to, to win two games in a row and reclaim that advantage. And I I think game three is going to Boston. Maybe. That's my prediction. Yeah. I but would think so. I I would think so as well. But then I think it's gonna be all Golden State the rest of the way. Really? I, I picked Golden I picked Golden State in six, right? Yeah. Yeah, you did I pick Golden State in six. So if if yeah, we'll see. If Golden State wins Game Three, oh man, it's going to be rough.
1: It's going to be rough. How do you think the game's going to go for Game 3? Like, what, what's going to be the highest-scoring quarter for Game 3? Uh, it's got to be third quarter again. Yeah? You think that's, it'll be Golden State that'll been. take it? It'll be after halftime, and Steve Kerr will delete the adjustments, and Golden State will have a high-scoring quarter again? Maybe. Or do you think I, Boston will have a high-scoring yeah. fourth quarter at home? I think
0: Boston, yeah... I think it's going to be the third quarter- the third quarter adjustments have been so huge in this game, yeah. and very rarely have they resulted in you know whoever has the best third quarter wins. I think other than twice that we've seen this this uh, game one was being one of those two times, mm-hmm. so i think I think it's going to be the qu- third quarter again I think, and if you get pulled out ahead in the third quarter, you know the fourth quarter like tonight, the fourth quarter becomes meaningless
1: yeah, I think Boston's going to go over the tape they're gonna see what they did in game one with that fourth quarter, they're gonna see what Golden State did in a third quarter. They're gonna make those adjustments and they're gonna come back strong. And I predict Boston will win by five. Okay.
0: It's good. I like it. I, I think, think Al Horford is gonna be the I think Al Horford's gonna be the biggest uh, turnaround. He needs to play better yeah. for them to win. And if he does, I think they do win because you're gonna get good minutes out of Tatum and Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Marcus Smart, you don't need him to score, you need him to to have assists. He only had five assists tonight. Mm-hmm. But you need Al Horford to hit some of those shots. He only shot the ball four times. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not that's not good. Right. He had a ton of rebounds, but um not good. Not good at yeah. all. A
1: couple of side notes is uh Jordan Poole, he had 17 points, so that was kind of a surprise to me. And then Draymond Green came back with his assist. He I mean he didn't have a lot, but he had seven assists, nine points, so but that just kind of shows you because I remember the first game, I think he only had three assists. And that was a big thing that stuck out in my mind because if he's not able to pass, if he's not able to get his players open, they don't tend to have a good game. So as long as Draymond Green can find the, the open guys and pass it out to the shooters, they usually have a really good game, just like tonight.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you can live you could live with uh you know a small number of points from from Clay Thompson, at least mm-hmm. shooting wise. Yeah, if, maybe uh, Draymond found him if, a lot. Jordan Poole's on fire. Yeah. It Jordan just, yeah, yeah. just
1: wasn't falling for Thompson, but it was falling for Poole.
0: Yep. All right. Game three is coming up on Wednesday. It's going to be on at 9 o'clock Eastern time, 6 o'clock on the West Coast. And you've, you've heard Ronnie's prediction, Boston by five. I've been kind of wish-washy. I'm going to – I I like what you said, Ronnie. I'm going to go Boston by five as well. They already have the and, stats uh, out.
1: So it says Boston is a three-and-a-half point favorite.
0: Oh, I thought you were looking at the script for game three to see, <laughs> to see, to see what actually was happening.
1: Yeah. No, that's uh that's something you I'll ask the refs and uh, see what they have to say about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh Boston by three, you said, is the the line?
1: Three and a half points right now. Okay.
0: There was a there was a boost tonight on uh the Caesar Sports app. Yeah. Jason Tatum and uh Steph Curry both scored twenty nine more than twenty-nine and a half. And Tatum scored twenty-eight and <laughs> Uh, Curry scored 29, so they really know
1: what they're doing. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? How close they do that? It mean, how 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 know perfectly. <laughs> that? That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like, oh, it's the fourth quarter. Certainly, those guys will score one bucket each and get over 30.
1: <laughs> yeah, nope. they even had Tatum in, and did in the fourth quarter for no reason, you know.
0: Yeah, no, there no need to no need to play them. So yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. We have uh, a regular episode dropping on Monday where we reveal our fantasy make believe GM teams. And uh, we'd love to hear your guys' feedback on who you think has the better team. And Coming up soon, we'll be simulating those teams head to head to see who actually is the better team according to NBA 2K22. All
1: right. But I'm uh, join for us. That.
0: <laughs> you shouldn't be, really. <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath. Screw you. It's going to be like My Phoenix versus what? Mavericks. <laughs> yeah,
1: hopefully not too soon yeah
0: (laughs) all right thanks for listening to us guys we'll see you next time don't forget to subscribe and uh thanks for listening thanks guys